When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today, oh, today is June 28th. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No? Get out of here. What are you doing? This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Tristan McKenzie was the lead from yesterday. Six earned, sorry, seven earned runs in six innings, eight hits, one walk, seven strikeouts against the Twins. Well, he left a lot of pitches in the heart of the plate, and that's what the Twins jumped on. It was some breakers in there. It was four seamers. He allowed a pair of home runs. Five runs went on the board from those two home runs. Just didn't work out, and that's okay. This is not the downfall of Tristan McKenzie. I think he's going to be all right. It is unfortunate that it's the Yankees next, but I think if he did this against, like, the Pirates or something, he would have been just fine. This isn't all of a sudden, well, okay, McKenzie's done, so no, no, no. It stinks. It happens. So it goes. We move on. Chad Cool, what on earth was this? Nine innings, complete game shutout, nearly a Maddox at 102 pitches, just three hits allowed, inside cores against the Dodgers? You only had seven whiffs. I, I, I Insane. I mean, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how the Dodgers just decided to take an off night. This wasn't Chad Cool just all of a sudden figuring something out and being amazing. Whatever. This is the most birthday party I have seen in a long time. No. Not doing that. Kevin Gaussman is an ace and was dominant against the Red Sox. Ten strikeouts, two walks, seven innings, zero runs. Things are great. Uh, it's it's good. Sonny Gray went seven innings of zero and runs, three hits, one walk, three Ks, and only five whiffs against the Guardians. And I remember last year... He had a start of success when it was just four seamers and sinkers. I remember talking about this saying, hey, uh, because it's not with breaking balls, I don't have as much faith with it. And he went on a bad stretch after that. Only 5 for 21 CSW across the curveball and slider here is not good at all. That is not enough. And I do wonder if this is a little bit of a trap of getting us kind of feeling good about Sunny Gray again. Ugh, five whiffs total in 97 pitches. Uh, uh. I'm a little worried about this. Uh, Adam Wainwright against the Marlins. He's allowed 11 runs in his last three starts, but this one's zero in seven innings, seven hits, one walk, and nine Ks. Very nice to see it. He gets the Harperless Phillies next, so hopefully that's all good. The cutter showed up in a big way here, actually sitting down in glove side through the start. Really cool to see that. Miguel Yahure did fine against the Nationals in four innings. That does not matter. Did not get a single strikeout. Tyler Wells has been a big topic of discussion. Five innings, one and run, one at zero walks and three Ks. Had 11 whiffs and seven on the four-seamer, the 41% CSW. Really good, considering that he has a near 40, sorry, 50% hard contact rate on that four-seamer. Look, I think that Tyler Wells is the most, you know, I wish I had the the most mediocre high sound clip that I have from Toby of Beth of Crazy to say it. Because that's how I feel about Tyler Wells. And he's, I guess, I guess he's a Toby now. Like a real, real Toby of just feeling like, oh, I need to replace him. This is not going to, I really don't want to be trusting Tyler Wells on a regular basis. 
Uh, Lucas Giolito did okay. All right. Six innings, two and runs, six hits, one walk in, six strikeouts. The changeup, 10 out of 22 changeup whiffs. So good. The fastball nah, wasn't quite what you wanted it to be. Velocity was a little bit down. Slider was a sub 50% strike rate, which is very bad. We're not out of the woods with this, but good to see the changeup. And it was interesting. Normally when I see good, good Giolito, it's like a mix of high changeups and low changeups. And also same thing with fastballs. I'm doing with my hand right now, like the Nile going from north to south, like shaking it left and right. I, uh, because that's what he is. It's like this, this entwined red and green down the middle of the zone. That's what it wasn't what it was here. It was a lot of low changeups, but they swung over them, which is good. Fastball was kind of a little bit spotty and the slider was just like consistent. So still work to be done here, but this is at least a good sign for Giolito. Uh, Eric Fede, don't trust the feds, but I guess he did it right against the pirates and whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Don't not do that. Do not do this. Syndergaard was opposite of Giolito. Seven innings, three and runs, six hits, one walk, seven Ks. He earned himself a King Cole with a 37% CSW. I know, shocking. He, the man's a Toby. Uh, the slider and changeup did well, but like they just fell into the zone. You know, it's not, you know, they're not these overwhelming pitches. I uh, Paul Blackburn against the Yankees at seven Ks, but three and runs and seven base runners in five innings. And it's kind of what we expected of like, I mean, the seven Ks isn't, but the ratios were not good. And you get the Mariners now. I'm like, sure, all right, you're a Toby. Um, not none of his six pitches earned more than two whiffs individually in this one. Eight whiffs total. Uh, Martin Perez, ah, four and runs and nine base runners in six innings, as he had more sinkers and cutters in the middle of the play than he normally should. However, it is Martin Perez, and the changeup is still really good. And I'm willing to give him another like, okay, maybe it's still intact. You get the Mets next. I think I'm still starting him. Top of questionable start. Start there. Tyler Anderson went into course. He's a Toby. You don't do that. Didn't go well. Okay. Jerome Montgomery, very disappointing against the Athletics, but the sinker is only 19% CSW, and that's pretty much live and die by that sinker. He gets the Guardians next. You're still going to do that. Pablo Lopez, very disappointing against the Cardinals. Five earned runs in five innings. He's allowed four earned runs in three of his last five starts now. It's like every other outing. Very frustrating, and I wonder if, you know, essentially the next start is going to determine if he loses the ace, is going to ace label or not. He gets the Nationals next. You just start him for that, and we just got to hope that the fastball cutter command is better. Why did I stream Bubich? It's because he went 92 miles per hour in the previous one. It felt like he could be on the path to ascension. Or the, this, you know, he's ascending. Uh, whatever. No. It was 90.7 and everything was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have done Tyler Wells. Connor Siebold went 4.2 innings, 7 runs, 9 hits, 1 walk, and 7 Ks. He earned 21 whiffs for a Gallows poll. I know. And he earned most of those whiffs, 11 of them, on a 92 mile per hour four-seamer insane to me the thing is the jays like capitalized on that high fastball a couple times and then he had these really bad secondaries in the middle of the plate like i don't think he's good enough and this is such a weird like what what maybe he could be a really good strikeout guy if he keeps that fast fastball precision and then does not have those mistakes in secondaries i don't know and then you have george kirby he had four home runs yesterday against the orioles four of them but now he gets the athletics and i know seven runs and 10 base runners and four innings and maybe he destroyed your week but he kind of did well, and he made some mistakes, and the Orioles just happened to hit him for those. I mean, it, all right. It's just one of those nights, you know? And, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna worry too much about this one. All right, uh, moving forward to today's starters. And actually, it's Tuesday, so we're going to talk about today, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's what we do on Tuesdays. So today, we have uh, Carlos Rodon, Zach Wheeler, Robbie Ray, Luis Castillo, Zach Gallant, and Shane Boz. 
Very clear, obvious starts here. Charlie Morton maybe is an auto start against the Phillies without Bryce Harper, but I kind of just want to like see him still do the things that he's doing for for another start or two. Um, before I'm like, yes, auto start, just do it. But you probably are anyway. Um, Clayton Kershaw against uh, the the Rockies inside of Coors. It's a probably start, but I understand your hesitation. Same with Frankie Montes against the Yankees. But, man, if he does that, he gets his ace is going to ace label. So we'll see. John Gray is cruising and gets the Royals. That's great. Chaminaya against the Diamondbacks. You just do that. Brandon Woodruff's coming back for the IL, and you're probably wondering, what do I do? Well, if the Brewers are willing to start him right now, I feel like that he's in a good enough this place to do this, right? He gets the Rays. They're not the most intimidating offenses. I think if I have Woodruff, I just slot him in and cross my fingers. Framber Valdez is going against the Mets, and it's not the easiest thing. He just had a PQS. Uh, has a poor quality start. Six innings of three and runs, and yeah, sure, you do that. And Tarek Skubal, I hope this is when he turns it around. I understand if you want to push him into the questionable start tier against the Giants in Oracle Park. Now, questionable start tier, there are three guys I could have chosen for the streamer of the day. And I went with Johnny Cueto against the Angels, because the Angels are kind of uh, right now, and Cueto has gone six innings and all that kind of stuff. Um, Keegan Thompson, though, against the Reds could do it as he's had two encouraging starts um while Devin Smelter's also been a bit of a Toby he wasn't and then he was and this could work against the Guardians but the Guardians I think actually have the best offense of the lot here I'm going to lean on Johnny Cueto but watch like Keegan Thompson and Smelter both do well and I get the streaming loss with Cueto and I'm going to hate everything uh Carlos Carrasco against the Astros is a questionable one because I mean he didn't do well last time and yeah, it could be pretty bad. Uh, Dakota Hudson is a coin flip despite facing the Marlins. And Jonathan Heasley, honestly, like he's not pitching that poorly. And he gets the Rangers, and that could work. And I get it. Do not start tier. Uh, it's close. I wanted to put Jose Quintana into the questionable start one, but he had to be his best self to get two runs in six innings last time out. And I don't think that's going to necessarily repeat itself. Braxton Garrett could do things against the Cardinals, but I don't think it's really worth chasing. JP Sears goes against o- Oakland. That could work, but how many innings is he going to get? It's just not enough. Um, Ross Stripling against the Red Sox, no thanks. Michael Walker against the Jays on the other side of that. Like the, both of those guys, I don't want to start them. Too risky. Zach Plesac is looking better, but it's the Twins. And then Josh Winder is coming back in a doubleheader um, for the Twins. But it's against the Guardians. I want to see where he's at. You know, we had those two nice starts, and then it kind of was worse, and we're not just going to take the chance. Dean Kramer is looking better recently, but... I need to see the, the Cutter Whiffs return again um, against the Mariners. Patrick Corbin never. Chase Silstead's returning. Yeah, he had one good start. No. Kyle Freeland and Connor Pilkington. No, thank you. Looking at tomorrow, uh, Sandy Alcantara, Shoei Otani, Justin Verlander, and Alec Manoa are the clear auto starts. Probable start is Kyle Wright against the Phillies. Again, Mano Harper, easier start. Uh, Julio Arias is in cores. I think he still do it. Jeffrey Springs is looking great. Jameson Tyone isn't actually looking that great, but he gets the athletics and Michael Kopech goes against the Angels. Um, that is a clear one. I'm actually really curious. Is that pretty much like the same grouping of guys of teams against the same opponents? Whatever. But Kopech against the, the Angels. He's not at his best place, but it's the Angels. I think you do it. Quest will start here. I, uh, this is a big one. And really I separate into two, two sections. You have the first five, that is Wood, Clevenger, Green, and Lauer, and Pavetta, who are, I think, the more exciting ones. So you have, like, Wood against the Tigers. I think you should do that. Clevenger did not look good last time, but it's a Diamondbacks. And I think, all right, let's just take a chance on this again. Uh, Hunter Green, Cherry Bomb, but it's the Cubs. But it's like, hopefully that works out. Eric Lauer was 94 last time. If he's at 94 and has a little bit better fastball command, that can really work against the Rays. Pavetta's on a Vargas rule. It is the Jays, but it's a Vargas rule. So how much do you want to buy into that? But then the bottom half are like these old reliables, like very boring, less of a ceiling, lower, much lower ceiling guys. Zach Granke against the Rangers, Chris Flexen against the Orioles. Like those are Tobies in good matchups. Mitch Keller is the stream pick of the day, and I hate everything. 
Um, but it's against the Nationals, and he's done well over his last four starts. I'm like, all right, new sinker is maybe working. Taiwan Walker against the Astros. Um, it's the Astros. And Andre Pallante is an interesting one against the Marlins. I think he could make that work. Then do not start to you have Justin Steele against the Reds. Some people might want him in the probable in the questionable start. Like between him and Andre Pallante, I think Pallante is a little bit safer than Justin Steele. Um, Dylan Bundy, maybe against the Guardians, but I just don't want to do it. Paulo Espino also is kind of interesting, like Steele is, maybe like Andre Pallante, but against the Pirates. But Pallante, I think, is, again, a little bit more interesting than Espino. Um, Dane Dunning against the Royals. Dunning's command is just, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Cal Quantrill, but it's the Twins. Uh, Madison Bumgarner against the Padres. Suarez is the lefty against the, against Atlanta. Don't want to do it. Ronnie Garcia against the, the Giants. No thanks for Mom Marquez hosting the Dodgers and Coors. No. Cole Irvin against the Yankees, absolutely not. And Austin both against the Mariners. I don't want to do that. And looking to Thursday, I don't have them ranked, but I'm just going to go through all of them and tell you what tier they would be in. Luis Severino against the Astros is a auto start. Yes, I'm going to do that. Uh, Corey Kluber against the Jays is a do not start or an end of questionable start because, man, that's just so risky. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi is a do not start against the Rays. Shane Bieber against the Twins is, yeah, like like Severino is like top of probable, maybe end of auto. I think you got to start Bieber and Severino if you have them. Uh, Chris Archer is top of do not start. It's just a maximum of five innings. He's so capped, and it's really frustrating. Luis Garcia against the Yankees is a... Uh, <laughs> that is questionable. Um, Adrian Martinez, uh, you don't really know who that is. And he's had one start this year for Oakland. Uh, he did 5.1 innings of zero in runs and three strikeouts, no walks and four hits. I really don't think... This is anything that you should care about. So this do not start. Uh, Logan Gilbert against the Athletics is an auto start to me. Um, Ian Anderson against the Phillies. He's such a cherry bomb. Um, I'd say bottom of, pro- of questionable. Aaron Nola against Atlanta is an auto start. Cal Hendricks, no, you just don't do it against the Reds. Graham Ashcraft against the Cubs is likely going to be the stream pick of the day um, in, the, in the questionable start tier. Jason Alexander against Pittsburgh. I think his whip is too high, so I'm not going to start him there. JT Brubaker, not going to do it. Against the Brewers, Mitch White is interesting. He's going to be at the top of do not start. I think his fastball is just not good enough, but it is a very interesting breaker. And Joe Musgrove is going to be a probable against the Dodgers because he wasn't fully recovered last time. And I want to see him just be all right, um, especially in this tough matchup before placing him as an auto. So I would have Bieber and Severino over Musgrove, despite them Musgrove being a higher ranking on the list because that is rest of season. But alright, good luck today and tomorrow and for the rest of the week. But that's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbles be low and your strike outside.